Right around Australia on SEN Track. Thanks to Racing Queensland, this is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collin. Welcome to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collin and I. Alyssa Smith is my name. We will be bringing you the latest in horse racing news for the next half an hour. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks since we've had a show, Sam. Uh, we find you at the track this morning, not in the studio. Happy Christmas. Happy New Year. All of the above. First show back for 2024. How are you feeling? Yeah, good. Well, Happy New Year to you, first and foremost. It's um, been a pretty full-on start to the year, as it always is um, in racing, especially this time of the year. Everyone's pretty busy. We're obviously, you know, a day away from Magic Millions. Um, everyone's pretty excited. And, yeah, I've been very busy, but it's been great. It has been great, but no rest for the wicked, right? You got Christmas Day off and that was it. <laughs> yes, pretty much. It's been really full-on. Um, it's been a few nice results there, but this time of year, it's pretty much head down, butt up for everyone in the industry. And um, like I said, it's full on, full steam ahead. And yeah, I wouldn't really have it any other way. As you say, Magic Millions this weekend, uh, that's got to be a goal because you're racing in several of the main races there. What's your goal though? Because when New Year's rolls around, everyone sets their New Year's resolutions. What's your goal for 2024? Yeah, I don't think I've ever been one to make um, really big New Year's resolutions. For me, it's always about consistency you know, being consistent with my riding. Um, in terms of like a life run, it's just to, you know, um, make more money and hustle hard and have some really good like life experiences and, and have a good work-life balance. So I don't know how that's going at the moment. <laughs> I'm doing more, more working than lifing. But, um, yeah, we'll just see how it goes. Work-life balance is very hard to uh, to get right, isn't it? I think for, for everyone, for the normal Joe Blow, uh, <laughs> for a jockey, it would be extremely hard indeed. Well, on the weekend, you've been back racing since Christmas, so Boxing Day, really. Like I said, you only had the 24 hours off, didn't you? Quiet Christmas at home. Um, how, how's it been so far? Yeah, it's been really good. Things are ticking along nicely. There's been a few winners there. There's been a couple of really nice runs. Obviously, last weekend was Wave Day. Mm. Um, fantastic to be back at the Gold Coast. It was my first meeting, uh, riding there on the new grass track. I know they had a meeting there prior to the Wave Day, but... I uh, had a really nice um, place get a Mashani Crown, who unfortunately wasn't um, a horse that was nominated for the for the millions, but she ran out of her skin to run a nice second placing behind one of the favourites for the actual Magic Millions. And it was great to see her in there on course. Obviously, the weather put a little bit of a dampener on the day, but fingers crossed going into tomorrow's meeting that, you know, the sun's shining and everyone can be out and about. Yeah, fingers crossed. The turf track does look quite amazing, doesn't it, uh, since it's had a bit of a break. It does look look great. And as you say, that second place, nice to get that one under your belt as well. Um, we always have a guest on our show. Today's guest is trainer Kurt Goldman, who you know quite well. Yeah, well, I haven't had a whole lot to do with Kurt. He's obviously been a fairly new addition um, to the training ranks up at the Gold Coast. But um, no doubt, you know, off the back of last weekend's success in the way with Arts Object, he will be, um, you know, Pretty pumped. Uh, looking forward to um, another good day tomorrow as well. Well, let's bring him in now. Kurt Goldman, the trainer. Welcome to the show, Kurt. Where do we find you this morning, this Friday morning? Yeah, good morning, girls. Uh, I've actually just left the stables and uh, it was interesting just listening to Sam. I can't believe how good these jockeys have got it. She got Christmas Day off. And <laughs> us poor trainers, they never seem to get 24 hours off. So, uh, 
But no, look, it's a, it's a busy time of year. Um, finish finish track work now and have a quick shower and get straight back out to uh, Magic Moons to the sales. Yeah, it's been pretty full on. Obviously, I've been up and down from Brisbane to the Gold Coast within the last week and seeing all the activity that's been happening around the sales. And it's an exciting time of year. But obviously, congratulations on your success last weekend with um, Arts Object. I actually just left the course and was listening to it. And I'd just about to... Um, uh, bump into actually um, Kyle Wilson Taylor. Obviously, he was obviously suspended at the moment, but Angela Jones' partner, and he was super excited with the result. But I'm sure you were just as pumped. Yeah, it was. It's um, you know, it's been quite a you know an interesting sort of six months. I uh, I sort of packed up during winter and and left home and and came up here with a team of horses through, throughout that winter carnival. And she was actually probably the main reason why we came up. Um, I, I really thought that she was a chance of getting into the Oaks um, that time of year and um, it just sort of turned out that she she just wasn't quite ready just mentally she just wanted to do a few things wrong in the races and um, you know and then obviously off the back end of that knowing that we we're going to come into a four-year-old career and, and being a Magic Millions eligible horse I, I wanted to stick around and um, so I, I sort of stayed here for the six months and, and just thought I'd sort of tread water and, and uh, see if we could make it happen and you know, it's obviously just very satisfying for everyone involved, um, you know, when you can come up with a plan like that and then manage to pull it off. Um, yeah, it's, it's just sort of quite satisfying. Looking at the placings of Arts Objects um, from October, it ran 8th of 9th, then 9th, and then, you know, 2nd place and 8th and then 5th, and then it just keeps on getting better. 3rd place in December, then a 2nd place on the same day. And then on the weekend, a first place. You've got to be happy with the progression, don't you? Especially leading into this weekend, Magic Millions, when it is such a big occasion. Yeah, look, she's always been, you know, a mare that showed a sort of above average ability, I guess. And, you know, if you go back to last prep, like I said, she was on an oaks path. So, um, you know, she came up here, she ran in the Roses, she ran in the Wagga Guineas, which has always been a very good lead-up um, race at Gay Waterhouses used over many years and I, I followed the similar path to what, what she had sort of created and um, she was running she was running terrific back then. Um, you know, so I guess for me to, to put her in those races, those three-year-old stakes races, obviously sort of showed, um, you know, my sort of uh, belief in the horse uh, as what she could produce and it's just been a work in progress. Like this preparation just has hadn't gone to plan at all and, um, you know, it's quite strange. I'd... I'd tried everything I put tongue ties on I put a crossover I was, it's funny I, I was trying everything I could to try and make it go slower out of the gates just so that we could settle further back in the field and um, you know I mean Angela Jones has been doing an amazing job but this horse for some reason she she just sort of pinged straight out of the gates and she always just found herself sort of too far up on speed and either leading or sitting outside the leader and she just wouldn't she just couldn't put in at the in the last 400 of a race. She'd just wait for the other horses to get to her, and and I, you know, I swear she used to put weight on it the day after a race. You'd, you'd come into the stables the next morning, and you wouldn't even think she'd been going around. So I knew she had a lot more there to, to offer. Um, and like you said, her, her, you know, her form would suggest that she was getting starting to sort of get better. But I still, I still knew that she had a, a you know, a lot more to give. Um, and the, the application of, of visors on the weekend was, yeah, obviously the result that we sort of needed to, to get her to focus and actually put in and try. It's a massive part of your job, Kurt, obviously. And, like, I know what it's like from a riding perspective. 
in terms of trying to find a key to certain horses when you know that there's more there for them to offer, but it's just that small bit of tweaking that can be detrimental to the, you know, the last 400 metres of a race. And obviously, you know, you've stuck with Ange and she's done a great job. And the benefit of that is she knows this mare inside out. And especially, you've come off the back of a three-year-old season where you've had plans in place that haven't quite come to fruition, but it must be extremely satisfying as well to come into a four-year-old season and then obviously things have started to fall into place and to get a result like that. Um, it must be very encouraging. Yeah, it is, and it's look. You know yourself. It's a you know it's an all-round team effort. You know, it goes back to the track work riders, to the people that are you know they're caring for the horse every day. Um, as you mentioned, Nance Jones has done a f- tremendous job throughout the preparation, and um, you know her feedback is is equally as important as the as the track work rider, um, and to the owners. You know because it's. I, I mean, Paul Joyce, we all saw the interview that he did and, you know, it's it's well known that he has a, a small share in this horse. But, um, you know, the owners, albeit, you know, they thought I was probably aiming, you know, raising the bar too high and, um, you know, they would have much preferred me to come back to an easier race. Um, it's just great that, you you know, when I sort of say those things and I, I you know, I try and uh, encourage them to, to believe in me and follow me, um, they're happy to do so, and and obviously we we were rewarded for it on Saturday. So and uh, yeah, hopefully she can go again tomorrow um, and and run another good race tomorrow. How do you handle that, Kurt? When the owners think you should be doing something else, how do you how do you convince them that you know what what you what the path you want to set on is the right path? Well, I think it's just you know. Um, you know, you're just interacting with your owners and you've got a plan. And I think the key is, um, you know, when, when it's not an afterthought, you know. So I think the key is having that plan. Like I said, we, went, as soon as that horse had a spell after that winter carnival, um, this race was exactly what we wanted. And I wanted to be aiming, you know, her, you know, fifth, sixth run. Um, and, and everything had gone to plan apart from the results that we were getting on race day. Um, and so that in itself is, is, you know, hard enough to do, you know, through, with any horse or out of preparation. Um, so the fact that we could, we finally got to the race that we wanted to be in, um, albeit her form didn't read that she was probably good enough to do it. I still believe she was. Um, but as soon as we drew a soft barrier, we were up against our own age for Magic Millions horses that we just sort of made sense. And it's quite easy to obviously convince your owners when you're, there was a very big carrot of obviously that $200,000 bonus from Magic Millions, um, you know, to sort of basically have a throw at the stumps and, and see what you can do. Because at the end of the day, we could have always come back to a class three or a benchmark race, which are run every week. Um, whereas that, that one particular wave race that, you know, set weights for four-year-olds, you've only got one shot of running in it. So the owners were quite understanding as to why I wanted to, to put the horse in the race. Um, and yeah, like I said, thankfully they were, everyone was happy and, and we managed to get the result. And it's always satisfying to get a result, obviously, when, especially when you back your judgment um, like that. But also tomorrow, you don't only have Arts Object and the Sub-Zero, but you've got um, a filly running in the debutante. Tell us a little bit about her. Yeah, she's um, just a very natural sort of early running two-year-old type. Um, probably by the right staying dubious she's such a tough two-year-old um and she's just we only bought her six months ago in that june sale and i had a group of guys that wanted to 
go straight into a horse with me. Um, we were just looking for a cutest filly now that obviously I, was, I had a team of horses in Queensland and uh, we managed to find her from the sales and um, we only paid 20000 for her and she's, she's shown that she's got quite a lot of ability. Um, and again, unfortunately, her, her preparation hasn't gone 100% to plan. She, she missed a, an important barrier trial last week on the course proper just due to the rain. Um, but I'm very happy with her. Um, she had a stack of improvement to come out of that first up trial where she ran second to Stuart Kendrick's horse. Um, she'd, I'd been very soft on the leading into that trial, um, obviously with this race in mind. So uh, she's done everything she can to please me. Um, and I, I expect that she's going to go there and uh, run a pretty cheeky race. Kurt, for tomorrow, best of luck. But just before we let you go, what's your hot tip for tomorrow? You got a few races, a few, a few, um, a few horses racing. Look, I think uh, probably a place all up would be a very smart investment on the two two of my runners. Beautiful, I love that. I love that. Congratulations on all of your success up here in Queensland so far, and I hope it only just continues. Yeah. Although, in saying that, Sam's also racing in uh, the, one of the same races you've got a horse in, so so uh, there'll be no love lost tomorrow, I'm sure, Sam. Nah, not at all. I wish Kurt all the best. It's been um, fantastic to talk to him, and yeah, we'll have to race him home for a milkshake tomorrow. <laughs> Kurt, thanks so much for coming on to the Queensland Hoop. We really appreciate it. Best of luck to, for tomorrow. Awesome. Thanks, girls. Cheers. That, of course, was trainer Kurt Goldman there. Uh, we'll be back after the break with the latest in racing Queensland news. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. You can visit racingqueensland.com.au. Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. The horses are on the track. Queensland is your place to race this year. This is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett on SEN Track. Welcome back to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett and I, where we are bringing you the latest in racing Queensland news. Sam, any hot topics this weekend? We know the Magic Millions is only one sleep away. We cannot wait. Yes, I'm very excited to listen. Hopefully things go um, a little bit smoother than last year. We obviously had the interruption with the rain last year, which sort of, put halt on, you know, majority of the meeting, which ended up getting shifted. It was quite controversial, but, um, you know, the club have done a really great job. Obviously, they've resurfaced this whole track within the 12 months to get it back and ready to go for tomorrow's meeting. Um, so, you know, all we can hope for is a smooth sailing weather-wise. Um, everyone will be out and about and, yeah, celebrate uh, the start of the year in good fashion. You've got a couple of rides or several rides tomorrow. I want to ask you about each one. Wapiti, you've got Wapiti at 52 kilos. That seems very light, Sam. How on earth do you manage to <laughs> drop weight for that first ride tomorrow? Oh, yes, yeah, so I'm pretty lucky to be fair because I my main, you know, my maintained weight on a you know, daily basis probably hovers around 52 and a half, 53. I try not to let it get too much heavier than that. So for me, realistically, um, I want to be walking about 51 and a half to, to make a weight of 52 quite comfortably. Um, we get a kilo allowance for our vest. So essentially when I jump on the scales, I've got to be out in the scales at 53 with all of my um, well, my saddle, all my gear, um, what I'm wearing, everything other than my helmet pretty much. So, yeah, I've obviously been busy this week. Um, just maintain my diet. I'll probably have a little sweat uh, track work tomorrow morning just to take that extra half kilo off and then I should be good to go. 
want to ask you about race five that you're in because you're coming up against the trainer, Kurt Goldman, who we spoke uh, to just a moment ago. Olympic gaze, you've drawn barrier two. You'd say that that's a pretty good barrier to draw at Gold Coast. Yeah, I think so. So Paul Perry is a trainer I haven't ridden for before. He trains at Newcastle, but uh, interesting bit of information. So he has two runners in this event. Um, the other horse is actually ridden by my cousin, Jason, which is really cool. I haven't ridden against Jason for a long time, but we drew barriers two and three. So the horse is called Skylab, um, Paul's other runner. So I'll be able to sit there and have a good chat to Jason while we're you know, in the barriers, which would be fantastic. But hopefully I can beat him home. He does look like the more favoured runner. Um, however, you can never discount, you know, a horse that's come up um, from, you know, from Sydney. They usually bring strong form. This horse has got, you know, he's won three times on a soft track. At this stage, the Gold Coast track is rated at a soft. So um, hopefully that helps him out too. And I can, you know, get uh, one up on Cousin Jason. Ah, oh, fingers crossed, Sam. And then you've got another race as well, <laughs> Mishani Ego in race eight, the big one, the $3 million race. Uh, just quickly, racing continues this weekend, this afternoon, Home Hill. Then on Saturday, Aquas Park, Gold Coast on the turf track, which is Magic Millions, Ipswich, in the country, Atherton, Thangle, and then Sunday on the Sunshine Coast. Sam, best of luck for the weekend. Thanks for tuning in to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collin and I. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au.